people, what's up? It's Rich the Riz here, along with the Jer. Jerry, if, if you want to just call me that, that's good too. I'll take Jer, Jerry. Um, at the Jer Show. At the Jer Show, my official Twitter handle. Right. Um, at Rich the Riz. That's right. Hey there, bro. I'm pretty good, man. I'm pumped up. Just watching some of NXT, which I always seem to enjoy. It was cool. I noticed something about NXT. Did you notice something about NXT? I noticed that uh, there's not a lot of people. There's not a lot of people. However, they they packed a good like four or five hundred people into that little arena. And do you think Dixie Carter is sitting at home scratching her head, wondering how can they replicate those numbers? How can TNA? What can TNA do? You you mean like like what Jim Ross is always like talking about how like what a guy has to do to beat someone like Yeah, what's he gotta do, by God? What does he have to do in this match? He can't believe Yeah, I think that's I think that's what her problem is right now. She's probably scratching her head. And that's what she's doing. It's really easy, I think, but Yeah, um, sell to fucking Vince. He could do that, but I'm not sure he'd wanna just well, I, I guess it's like a drop in a bucket. Yes, if he's interested. That's not too good for the uh, talent, I don't think. Because most of them won't have a place. Talking about NXT, dude, that's what we're NXT talking about NXT. NXT was awesome. No, but I'm saying that like that's an example. Like, yeah. That's their. That's where they want to get their guys. They want to make their own guys. That's true. They, you, know? you know, they could developmental. Yeah, develop. I mean, there's one or two guys probably. I mean, I don't really watch TNA like you do. I'm yeah. sure you can think of like a list. Of dudes that you'd like. AJ, Bobby Roode, friggin'. Not really Magnus. Not. Eh, he's very eh. Uh, AJ and Bobby Roode right now, even though AJ's not there anymore, um, would definitely be my off top of the head picks. I'm not gonna hate on them because I don't like to mm-hmm. really hate because it's hard to do that job. But don't you agree that, like, if they wanted to, the E could just make guys just like that? They, well, they definitely could. I mean, but also, I was. Uh, I just thought of uh, Bubba Ray. Um, and Ken Anderson. I, I missed Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy. Ruined everything. Yeah. He was supposed to be Vince's son. He was supposed yeah, to be him. Yeah, and then we got horns foggled. What? <laughs> that was, that was horrible. That was so disappointing. Terrible. What happened, man? Someone fucked up. Yeah. The ball was dropped and just... Like, uh, I, I, I throw that ball away. We I, th- don't need I that think ball. I think Randy Orton was getting jealous, saying his back tattoo is better than mine. I guess at that point, yeah, maybe, might have been. It's probably a back tattoos and shit. Yo, the, his uh, rolling senton is still awesome. It is. Yeah, the, the Kenton bomb. All right, so he hasn't really lost uh, a step. Oh, I know what it was. He kept getting injured. Yeah, there was that, and supposedly in in that match he dropped Randy wrong on his shoulder. Oh, Randy's known for being very uh, fragile. Yeah. And bitchy. Yeah. Every shit in Molina's handbag. Yeah, I remember hearing about that. But he's uh he's the face of the company now, so it shows that you can just not really storyline only. Two it's strikes. Still, uh, John Boy. Yeah. It's your boy. I mean, he's he's gonna he's got to hand it off eventually. It's been like ten I, years. Just wait, man, because I believe something's coming, bro. Uh, yeah, no, listen, stop stop with the believing. He had, he had the don't one. stop. Believing. Really? really? <laughs> I'm not going to do the whole thing. <laughs> I probably just alienated like half of our listeners. Come uh, back. I'm not going to do the whole thing. Unless they're half as drunk as I am, then they love that song. But um, Probably. No, that, that was what, the song to sing. That one thing he did, which was cool when he was like, he was in the ropes 
and he was making his opponent come come close to him, and he just like snapped the rope back in his face. Yeah, it was pretty dope. So I'm waiting for a little more, a little more of that. Show, show me something different, something other people aren't doing. I think you'll see that. Do you have a theory as far as what they could do with him? Well, I do. I'm not sure how it's gonna come off. Um, what they could do is like he'll like show up, you know. Well, they've seen him before. Yeah. So like he, Royal Rumble he's ready last to, year. He's ready to come up. And, you know, be on the big stage. I don't know, whatever. However they get him up there. Mm -hmm. And then, like... Like, I knew that he was related to Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Which, you know, not his real name, whatever. But they're related. Yeah. They're, you can't you can't not acknowledge that they're brothers. So they could do, like, he's the one that got away from the family. And and it turns out he, he just wound up right back with them. Okay. Like, full circle type thing. Here you are. Back with us. You could do that. Like, they're trying to get him back in the fold, but he doesn't want to be in the fold. And so, storyline-wise, Abigail is, like, both of their, like, younger sister or older maybe, sister or something. Maybe, yeah. You know? Maybe something happened that, uh, made that rift between them. Oh, uh, like, kind of like Undertaker and Kane? Yeah. I don't see him rocking a beard, though, so... I think he's, he's like, 15. He can't rock a beard. He can't <laughs> grow a beard yet. Did you see that? Yes, maybe when he grows up. Maybe when he grows up. When he grows up. But I believe that's not necessary, man. He's going to be great. But yeah, I mean, they'll always come up with something better than anything I can think of. Hopefully it's something good. You know, uh, Bo Wyatt. Speaking of things that we came up with. Oh, is this about the uh, WrestleMania prediction? It is. If you remember, two weeks ago in episode two, sorry I missed last week, by the way, it was... Uh, Actually, not birthday drunkenness related. It was stomach virus, but, you know, shit happens, right? Anyway, so, two weeks ago, in this very studio, I predicted that they, that somehow they were, they were going to make the match between Triple That's H right. and Daniel Bryan, and I said there would be a stipulation added that if Bryan beat Triple H, then he'd be added to the main event. And guess what? That just happened on Raw. I think the way they did it was good. I think... You had the right idea, and they mm -hmm. did it, and uh, using the whole Occupy Raw to do it. Because I, I could only, that's the only logical way to force Triple H's hand to make that happen. Yeah, I think the, the Occupy movement, um, the Occupy Raw, uh, part of the Yes movement, uh, I think they, like, it was a really, really cool visual. It's, it's like, you saw bunch of fans in ECW jumping in the ring and shit mm -hmm. and eh but this was different this was just one guy calling in all the fans supposedly they're all plants and shit fucking they work in catering right? sign guy was there sign guy was there legit legit sign guy there's that guy and um Christy from catering mm -hmm. whatever her name really was um yeah and it, it just it, it was a really cool really powerful visual what I didn't like about it was, uh, first of all, I felt it was a little patronizing. I mean, it was awesome, but it's like, it really, it personified everything that the S movement's about. Okay. And I think it was, it was too forced. I don't know, man. I think that was the next logical step. Mm -hmm. I think that was the next step in the movement. I liked it. I thought it was cool, you know? And I didn't see... Any other way to get that step in? It's just that seemed to me like the logical way to go. Well, know? one one other thing they could have done maybe 
if they had a big dude ready to call up, make him Daniel Bryan's heavy. Get Triple H alone in the parking lot. Could do that. Well, they didn't go that way, but could have been cool. Maybe they don't have anybody big to bring up. It just doesn't seem very good guy to do, you know, to get like a like a hired guy, you know, a heavy. Yeah. A heavy's always usually for like a, a heel. But exactly, it, it's a role reversal. Oh. Daniel Bryan is desperate. He was desperate oh, to get this match. So you're saying it's like a by any means necessary. Yeah. Type deal. Exactly. Like, what do I gotta do? Well, that's... Alright, so, uh, what do you think, man? Do you think... Do you think that Triple H is gonna win? Do you think he'll actually not win? In other words, lose, which also means not win? I think Brian will beat Triple H. Go I think on. that's a possibility. I think it would be cool if he did. But it could also work if he didn't beat him. Oh, definitely. That he could just... That he... Like, the match itself would prove to Triple H that he's, that Daniel Bryan has what it takes. Maybe. You know what I mean? But it's I like, the the fans are all, like, sad. You know, I'd be sad. I'd be like, oh, man. But here's the, here's the thing. Here's the thing that I love slash hate about triple threat matches. So let's say during Triple H match, it's brutal. It's like a 25-minute match. They're really going back and forth the whole time. Or maybe Daniel Bryan's getting his ass kicked the whole time. And then just hits a running knee out of nowhere. Maybe okay. maybe Shield turns faces, they come out to distract Triple H long enough for Brian to hit the knee. Or maybe Big Show comes out and distracts or whatever. Something happens where Danny Bryan's just beat to shit. And then Triple H gets distracted and gets a knee to his face. Then Daniel Bryan is exhausted. He's spent, he's got like nothing left in the tank. And now he's got a triple threat match coming up. Okay. What's the formula for all triple threat matches? Um, they isolate the one guy, mm -hmm. and he's the one who gets covered. Well, there's there's that formula. The other for the formula I'm thinking of is two guys going at it. Third guy tries to come in, keeps getting tossed out of the ring. Basically, it just ends up sleeping for two thirds of the match, and then one guy gets hurt. Another guy goes to the top rope for something big. Push some Brian will push him off. Get up there. Hit his diving headbutt onto the guy's chest. Whatever. Big win for Daniel Bryan. He goes home with the belt. Do you call it now? I don't know. Oh. I was going to say that's bold. That's but, bold. But that's, that's like the formula. One guy's going to rest for the whole match. He'll get hit a few times, but really he's going to be resting the entire time. I'd say that was a bold statement. I tried, but it doesn't work when Bo is in the word already. <laughs> stop that bullshit. <laughs> All right. But, um, Last one. <laughs> yeah, but that is a possibility. I think it's still a little bit too far away um, to make that prediction. I'm just saying I was right. And by the way, since I know I know you're not keeping score, I'm keeping score. If I'm we, glad you're keeping score. <laughs> if we count the seven matches that were announced for Elimination Chamber, plus the eighth unannounced match that I made a prediction for live on, the, on our Facebook page, and the Brian Triple H prediction I got right. I'm 9-0. and That means... A streak. You need to be careful. I know I do. Because I... streaks, unless you're the dead man, they tend to, uh... Bong. You know, attract targets. I know. You know, not for me, because uh, I'm not... I'm only even that. We're a team. We are a team. So, you do what you gotta do. I hope it... That's gotta suck for you, though. I mean, you... 
you have it predictable to your, you know, you, you have it called out to science. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I it's thought like it was me cool. and people who know math. Yeah. You know, I don't know math. <laughs> I think it's great that people know math. So you're always surprised by the answer. I'm like, really? <laughs> it's, that's fascinating. Let me double check that with my app. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that... Wait, your, your app, you mean calculator? That's right. Calculator <laughs> app. The tip calculator. Yeah, which proves, it, once again, my teachers didn't know shit. Because <laughs> with that, I don't need it. I don't need math. True story. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was a really cool visual, what they did. I, and I think that really was the point of it. They got... They had this awesome visual, something that's going to be shown on TV, on the network, for years and years to come. And it was pretty cool. It's a, me a very memorable moment that everyone's going to be able to look back on. Would you say it's a example of power? Would you say it's an example of people power? <laughs> it could be. That could be a way to bring back Johnny Ace. What if Johnny Ace... Is behind the Yes Movement. Big Johnny. Just to stick it to Triple H. That'd be great. <laughs> Although, uh, I don't... He can, come, he can come back as Vince's lackey. Supposedly Vince is coming back after uh, after Mania. That would be cool. But they've said that he's coming back a lot of times. Yeah. I don't know if it's the right time for him, really. I think it's cool what they're doing now. It kind of reminds me of the McMahon-Helmsley uh, regime. Except it's cool. like it's like the big bad Halsey regime all grown up. Yeah, because <laughs> he like cut his hair and shit. It's weird. Yeah, remember they were like sitting on the stage just watching all the matches and shit. Yeah, it's like oh I don't like this China go kill someone. I just do it. They just doing what they want. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> all right, but um yeah, but one other thing that bothered me. The only other thing that really bothered me about that segment though, the uh, Occupy Raw segment. Mm. They call out security, right? Oh, yeah, the, the and two guys. You didn't get actual security guards. You got, like, the two heads of security. Which, okay, cool. They're, they're direct bosses. Mm -hmm. You know, Triple H, Stephanie are they, uh, the two security Those heads. Those two guys, yeah. They're direct bosses. But, like, and they were sending them down to the ring to try and clear the ring, and they end up not even trying at all. They're like, fuck this. But, like, why didn't they get... They're employees, the security guys. Why, like, they, it's an arena. If it's arena security, they have their own security. Yeah, if it's a fan jumps a guardrail, I mean, theoretically, it's an arena security matter. It's yeah. not wrestler security. Yeah, it's not backstage shit. No, they don't have their own security. They have like one or two or whatever's, but they don't have like the arena security usually handle event security handles yeah. that shit. They got like hundreds of events. Event security couldn't stop any of them. What I would have done mm. is I would have had it that they call for security and event security comes out, but they have Daniel Bryan shirts underneath their shirts. So it's like, what the hell, man? That could have been cool. You know, because they're people too. Doesn't mean that mm. you know. You know what I'm saying? So that that could have worked too. It's like when. Because then it would, it would be like, oh, that's why they were allowed to go over. Because they had people in security that let them in. Yeah. Which, you know, is what happens. Kind of like, kinda, kinda like when, uh, during the bragging rights pay-per-view, when uh, Big Show jumped ship from Raw to SmackDown and just threw everybody out of that yeah. battle royal. And wow, that was a while ago. Yeah, random, random memory. Bottom line, that was cool. Yeah, it was cool. So, um, I was... Just off topic, because mm. uh, I was thinking about 
the ring and um, I was listening to a podcast with uh, Jericho. Mm-hmm. He was talking to RVD. It was pretty cool. A couple things I didn't know, like for starters, that um, when RVD got arrested mm-hmm. for, for possession with Samu, well, allegedly, <laughs> I guess. I mean, I don't know what really happened, but yeah, <laughs> you, you know, you know, they smoked some weed afterwards. Like when they would go, like he'd start wrestling again. After whatever, like the, they would be chanting 18 grams, <laughs> which was great. That's awesome. And uh, he was talking about how, like, when he first got there, it was a little bit harder for him because, like, the ECW ring is too, is, like, not as big as the WWE ring. I think it's, like, a two-foot difference. Yeah, I think uh, WWE ring is, 18, is 20 by 20, mm-hmm. and WCW and ECW is 18 by 18. Yeah, and, and the ropes... They're different, too. And the WWE, they're nylon. And ECW is cable. Jeez. So, like, he had to adapt to doing that stuff, which was cool. And that's why, like, I think at first, it his style didn't come off as good. Because he was still getting used to, you know, mm-hmm. using their arena and stuff like that. 18 grams. 18 grams. 18 grams. 18. That's a... Uh... That's, I don't know grams. How much is that? That's, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> wait a second. Is, like, is that like, oh yeah, I know you're, you're not oh, the math uh, guy, but like, wait, is that like a half ounce? I don't, probably, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm not looking shit up. That's yeah, me. well, I got, I got a 24 ounce right here. Let's do some curls with that. <laughs> Alright, let me try to, uh, let me, let me steer this train real quick. Alright, you do that. What do you think about the whole, uh, Creative, ultimately new, brand new and exciting idea brought to us by uh, the Hulkster. <laughs> 30 man. Oh, the Andre, Andre the Giant, la 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 la. Keep Long, in mind, only one match. of us is drinking. Yeah, one <laughs> of us is drinking, I, the other one is Jerry. I think by proxy, I'm like. <laughs> Longest match title in history, I think. Andre the Giant Memorial, Memorial? 30 man (laughs) over the top rope battle royal. Why don't they just call it the Andre the Giant Cup? Call it the Andre Classic. The Andre Classic. Some, like, shorten that shit. Maybe they'll call it a classic after like five of them. You gotta say that shit five years in a row? I guess. It won't, it's only gonna be like one time a year. Andre Royal. The Andre Royale? Yes. Royale with cheese. I guess you could do it that way, but I think I think it's a cool idea myself. I think it's a good way to get the uh, undercard out there. There's some WrestleMania time, you know, because a lot of times those guys don't get to go out there, you know. It's it's very true. I mean, you'll get to see guys that you don't see. As long as they don't on. put El Torito, and as much as I love John Bradshaw Layfield, no, they're gonna put El Torito in. If they put, he's gonna be there. If they put El Torito in, then they have to put JBL in. No, oh, I hope not. Yeah, I hope they don't. I hope they use actual guys. That JTG. JTG is not there. He's somewhere. He's still, he still employed. employed with he's them? still employed. Then he's probably still jobbing out to catering. You just can't. You can't move up from that, man. Like, he, he wasn't even part... Like, he totally could have been wearing a Daniel Bryan shirt that night and in that ring, and guys. we have no idea. <laughs> it's like, that guy looks familiar. Oh, yeah, he's from catering. No idea. 
No, no, no idea. He's not even on NXT right now. No, he's not. Do you watch Supersaws? you watch... Main event? I didn't see main event this week. Uh, I flacked. I didn't see either. Uh, I don't know last time I saw him. Last time I saw him? Mm-hmm. Somebody beat him. I think it was at some point, because he, he fought at TLC last year that we went to. Did he? he oh, yeah, yeah, because of the whole Brooklyn thing. Yeah, exactly. When they debuted at the, the Barclays Center, which we'll be at in a week and a half. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. I gotta order my shirt. We got a sign. We'll post it on the Facebook. Yeah, you'll be able to find us. Rich and Jarrah's Wrestle Chat. Look, look for us on Facebook if you don't have us there already. You'll see our sign. Look for us. It's a pretty bright sign. It's pretty uh, standout-ish. Yeah, it's really nice. It, uh, a lot of work went into it. Not by us, because yeah, no. uh, I can draw stick people. <laughs> and, and I'm pretty good with a color pencil, but not nearly as good. I can't draw a straight line with a ruler, but I had a... And uh, me and my wife's good friend Cecilia, thank you very much for that awesome sign. Big shout out. There you go. Um, yeah, it's an awesome sign. Let's see if maybe we can get, well, we'll talk off air about this, but um, yeah. Um, we're going to be there. I hope, hope to see some returns. I hope to see some good stuff happen. Uh, supposedly Brock's supposed to be there. Uh, that'd be great. Uh, it's uh, Monday, March 24th, by the way. We didn't say that. Uh, it is on the 24th. Mm -hmm. It is, in fact, a Monday in March. So, you might want to... Mark your calendars. Yeah, mark your calendar if it's not March. Watch Raw. Do it. We'll talk more about it next week because it's the week right... It's, it'll be the, the cast right before the Raw that we go to. Yeah, we're definitely going to do one. Um, Unless one of us is dying again. Yeah. I hope not. You know what? I think... I think even if we are, we should. Like, it should be like the deathbed. Deathbed podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> I bet some dude's like, that's great. I hope you die on the table, you jerk. <laughs> <laughs> you old fuck. <laughs> uh, Alright, deathbed podcast. Alright, um, Shield. Oh, this is my favorite. This is my favorite segment. I, like, I am. This is not even a. We should just have a shield segment every week. We should. Like, <laughs> it's it's amazing. There, it's not the main event storyline. Daniel Bryan is the main event storyline. But I feel like I say this every week. I'm more interested in the shield. Yeah, it's. I don't recall a group growing like that. Like they usually. This is good. They usually fizzle out. Yeah, they do. They usually fizzle out, and their de their debut was impactful. They've been impactful ever since. Um, they started the, this whole breakup angle. We didn't get a chance to talk about it last week because I was dying. But there was um, that was when uh, last week on Raw, Raw uh, Roman uh, Seth Rollins. Let's say Rollins Reigns. I gotta have another beer. Rollins Reigns. Rollins Reigns, the architect Thor. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, he walked out during the three on three match and left them to. Get their asses kicked. Hey, he explained himself. He did. And I, the way they handled it on SmackDown, I thought that's, that segment was fucking awesome. That just shows that their gang mentality. That's just how you settle shit. That's how we settled shit back in the day, me and you. That's right. Remember that time you slapped me and I was like, what the hell, you man? In the face. Right in the face and I shoved you yeah. and then you fell back. And then I don't know, there wasn't a third guy. 
Yeah, there wasn't a third guy. We were just that was it. Yeah, I don't I don't know where it went after that, but we're still friends. Yeah, we fixed it. We fixed it. It's good, <laughs> bro. So uh, that was pretty cool when the Samoan Thor mm -hmm. went and speared the shit out of Kane. That was cool. Yeah, I did. I didn't see that from out of nowhere. I didn't see it coming at all. Kane like, did. Like I knew, <laughs> I, I knew that there would be some somebody breaking up. I didn't know if, um, if uh, anyone would be able to get there in time to save it because they had the camera tight, pretty tight on Kane. Yeah. But um, that was really well done because I thought they were like got over the barricade already. You know what they should have did was uh, power bomb, but I guess that yeah. would have been. Like an emphatic, you know, screw you. Yeah, this was this was just like self defense. It's a warning too. Yeah, I guess they don't want to like. They're smart enough not to get on the bad side of uh, the COO, and this would look like self defense. Kane started, you know, his stuff. Yeah. You know, I think it's interesting that they keep saying we don't take orders from you, but you know. Well, it was pretty obvious that Triple H ordered that match for uh, Sandow. Yeah. Against against uh, Rollins. They're being honest about it, you know. They yeah. keep it we don't take orders from you. It You know, it begs the question, who do you take orders from? It uh, It's pretty obviously the men in the black helicopters. It's obviously Triple H. It's got to be Triple H. Who else? Oh, no. It's Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, or they, you know, they are leaving the door open for Vince. That could be. It could be him saying just go along with it, just go along with it, and then, you know, the Monday after after Mania, it's like, nah, you know what? Don't go along with it anymore. <laughs> and just like, power bomb H, yeah. do a table, yeah, and then Vince is back in charge. No chance. That's what you. Do. Yeah. So yeah, I like how they tease the breakup, and but now they're just like solidified again. Yeah, that's stronger than ever, and like you don't even. It doesn't even register that the whole Wyatt thing that they, you know, basically lost to them. Yeah, it's... It didn't register. That doesn't really make it dent. Well, didn't they, um, after, didn't they uh, have a match against the Wyatts and Shield won? I think so. What was that? The Wouldn't that make it Rhodes even, though? It's the Rhodeses. I'm thinking. It was the Rhodeses that, um, Kane said they have to exercise that demon. That's what I was thinking of just now. Um, yeah, the whole, the Wyatt, the feud with the Wyatts kind of just got left hanging a bit. Because they were feuding with each other, but I guess that was the goal for Bray Wyatt. Just to get them to feud with each other, to to sort of show the cracks in the shield. Right. Which he did. Yeah. But, that only helped to solidify the unit. Theoretically. Theoretically. Right now, so far. I mean, he did do that whole, you're an interesting creature. <laughs> to Roman Reigns, you know, maybe try to get into his head a little bit. Bray Wyatt is great. He is. He's amazing. Hope he squashes. I find myself Cena. talking like him when I'm disgruntled about work. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me an example. Uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> nah. But anytime it's about, it's always about hypocrisy mm -hmm. and like lies and deception. <laughs> oh man, great. I'm pumped up. I don't want to go back to work. <laughs> I hear you, man. I, dude, I say that every day when I come home. I don't want to go back to work. Every day I wake up, I'm a day off. I say, I don't want to go back to work. That's me, too. That's me. But you know what? We do what we do. Gotta hit the lotto. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why we're talking about this, but... 
Because you're disgruntled and talking like Bray Wyatt. Yeah, that's right. But the thing about the lotto is, you see, the lottery's a trick. <laughs> they take your money away from you. And even when you do win, they take half of it away. For some other suckers to try to win. And you keep doing it. Because <laughs> you like lemmings. You just keep walking and walking until you fall off the hill. Yeah, stuff like that. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. <laughs> Uh, Jerry Wyatt, ladies and gentlemen, if only. There's only one of us here who's capable of growing a majestic beard. Seriously. I shaved it for my birthday last week, and... Is your face still cold? Are you starting to warm up? I'm warming up a bit. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna grow it back. Yeah, man, you do. I told you, man. Barbers. They hook that shit up. You didn't have to get rid of it. I know, but I wanted to. I wanted to... I, re I wanted to look really neat for my birthday. Yeah, you did. That's cool. Birthday... I have my birthday beard, which is like none. It's more like birthday stubble. Yeah, it's coming back. Yeah. Um, I know we watched NXT recently, mm -hmm. but last week's, um, there was a promo with, uh, Xavier Woods, mm -hmm. and he was being interviewed, and he was talking about, um, Rusev, mm -hmm. and he was talking about how, like, we're gonna fight each other. Well, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Go for it. And basically, mm -hmm. that oh, we're gonna fight each other, and it's gonna be like Apollo Creed, except this time I won't lose. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! And you told me, yep, about his TNA gimmick. Yeah, was Consequences funny. Creed, which was a rip, a blatant rip off of Apollo Creed. He came in with the the USA garb. It was basically he had the hat. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, dude, why didn't he bring that here? That'd be a great gimmick. Um, I don't know. TNA has... Oh, maybe... Vince doesn't like to buy rights either. Yeah, there's that. And, you know, TNA might have a lawyer, just in case. They can't afford a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I think they have David Otunga's cousin or something. Ah, maybe. I don't think they could even get him. They couldn't get David Otunga's freaking mechanic to do it, you know? Actually, no, his mechanic would be a good gimmick over there. It would work. It would work, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd be, like, hit people with a wrench. You'd be X-Division champ in two weeks. I'm just saying. <laughs> Adrian Neville's too short. He is. He needs to stand on a box to talk to uh, fucking Renee Young. I keep thinking Lauren something. I don't know why. She's tall. How tall is Renee Young? Or is he just short? I don't know. She's, yeah. she's Canadian. Yeah, she is Canadian. I like her, though. I was saying how, like, if they do, like, uh... They should do like a three-man, well, three-person team on SmackDown. Intergender. Yeah, just put Renee there. I think it's a different dynamic. And she seems to know what she's talking about, even though she doesn't have to know what she's talking about, because they're not really talking about the moves that are happening in the ring anyway most of the time. It's just the storytelling. Yeah, but did you hear when she was on, on the announce table at NXT? She was just talking about how pretty the guy was or whatever. Well, maybe they'll get her out of that. Maybe they'll like put her earpiece in her ear, too. And Vince can control what she says, just like JBL. They could rib the shit out of her. Oh. <laughs> just have her say such dumb stuff. Like. Just have, have her keep commenting on uh, on uh, um, uh, the, the end of a match being a, a small package. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't know, something. <laughs> I can't even think straight right now. I don't know. I don't know what's happened right now. Drink more Red Bull. Yeah, I'm done. I apologize, guys, because uh, I'm off the rails here. I had no preparation. You had two weeks. 
I know, I had two weeks, I never prepared. And I was on vacation! You're enjoying yourself too much. Yeah, I think it... I, well, it's when you're miserable at work, that's when you're like, alright, shit, what... Uh, you know what? Because this is therapy for me. That's kind of what this is. Usa. Usa, yeah. My hands on my pressure points. So <laughs> hey now, hey now. <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm still here. <laughs> let's, let's not get crazy, okay? Right. Don't believe the hype. Oh, what the fuck <laughs> So, do you have anything you want to mention or discuss? Um, I want to talk about a throwback match. I just watched the, um... Okay. Because we were at WrestleMania 20. That's right, we were. That was my first WrestleMania. Both of our first WrestleMania. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I remember that day like it was yesterday. I think I bought a shirt that day. Maybe, I barely remember yesterday. But, um... I don't remember. Oh, I think I bought my Evolution shirt that day. Did you? I might have. It was either that or a Raw. Nah. Anyway, okay. so uh, the match I watched was uh, Brock Lesnar vs. Goldberg. Oh, my God. It, yeah, here's the thing. You saw the whole crowd was shitting all over that match. That like The match was completely boring, mainly because of the crowd. Because you when you're in an event... You don't have the announcers to listen to. You don't have the, the close-ups on the wrestlers' faces to tell you what's going to on. To convey the emotion. Yeah, you're you're either looking at mm -hmm. the distance from you know from the seat to the ring, or you're watching on one of the jumbotrons or whatever. And you might get a close-up here every now and then, but it's mainly like the hard camera shot. Right. So. All we had was everyone around the chant, you sold out, and na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na. Hey, I thought it was the chant match. Yeah. Like, our chants would determine the outcome. Yeah, well, it, it, funny, because after, because uh, we knew that Brock Lesnar was quitting, and Goldberg was quitting. And it turned out that, that was Steve Austin's last appearance there for years. So everyone was calling it the We Quit match. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah. So, um, but watching it live... First of all, JR is awesome. I don't give a shit how they're trying to shit on him on TV. Oh, yeah, you read about that too? Yeah. Stupid. You know why? You read why? Yeah, because... Uh, he told the sharding yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, but... Um, Fucking gross. It's funny as hell, though. Yeah, seriously. But uh, first of all, yeah, JR... That's the richest uh, shark, you know... Ever. Ever. That we know of. <laughs> I don't want to measure that. I don't. I don't want to be there for that. I don't. I don't want to. I do not want to partake in overseeing that contest. Just putting that out there. Thank okay. you, but no. Hey, we believe you. Killing me, <laughs> dude. All right. Anyway. Yeah. So, um, the announcers were hyping up as it was happening, and like they were close up. So you saw. You saw uh, Brock saying to Goldberg, Goldberg saying, Brock, come on, fucking come at me, let's go, let's go, let's do this. So, it, watching at home, if we would have, it would have been a better experience. Like, you heard the crowd, but you also got the intensity of the two guys staring at each other. You got the intensity of Austin saying, come on guys, let's hook it up. You had, and you had JR talking about how palpable the tension is and everything. So, rarity, it would have been a better experience for that match, watching at home. Yeah, I that match was such a... It, it could have been so much better than it was. I think what happened was, like, they, they took so long to get started that they had to skip a bunch of spots. 
They had to they had to cut like a few minutes out. They might have. Yeah, because Mania usually has a good time. Is yeah, they're they're strict with that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think like they took so long to start. They had to cut out like three or four minutes. Goldberg's yeah. long fucking entrance. Did he fight in like or... street clothes in that match? No, he was in his. Oh, he was in his gear. He was in his tighties. I guess. You know what? It's because. Also was in his, you know, regular ring gear, which is jean shorts and t-shirt, because, and, you know, they look alike. You know what it was, man? I think it's the fact that, A, everybody wanted to see them fight each other. Yeah. You know, forever. And the anticipation was like, you know, and then you have the New York crowd, which... Yeah. We're merciless. No one, no one reads in it like we do. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous, so... It wasn't. It didn't really have a shot, you know. Maybe in an alternate universe somewhere, that match is still spoken to and spoken of awesomely, as opposed to hushed tones in the back. Yeah, you know, I classic. Th- I think if Ford didn't get out that they were both leaving, or were they either of them were leaving, I think it um, would have lived up to the hype. Yeah. Who did? Oh yeah, Kane. Undertaker for Kane. Yeah. You came back. Yeah, and like a mad long time. Yeah, and Kane didn't believe it. He, he had his eyes closed. And he was like, he was doing the Braille thing on his face, and he's like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much that's what happened. Eleven and zero. Yeah. Well, I don't know how long that's just gonna keep going, man. Dude, think about it. That was that was ten years ago. I know. Ten years ago. Wait, ten years isn't all that long. However, I was twenty-one. I hear you, oh. dude. Ten. You just told everyone how old you are. <laughs> Well, uh, who's to say I'm telling the truth? True. Don't believe that. Slayer. So start with this bullshit. <laughs> shit. Listen, so we saw, do you remember what we saw that night? We saw, I mean, thinking of 10 oh, years. Uh, triple threat match with uh, Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, and H. There was, that was fucking awesome. Best part of that match was when uh, Triple H stopped. Shawn Michaels from Tappan. That was great. That was was fucking brilliant. But that's not what I was going to say. Eddie Guerrero. Also awesome. Yeah. Also not what I was going to say. Okay. What we saw. And this is obviously different time frame, different mentality. We saw John Cena's first title win. That's right, which was huge. It was the United States title match against the Big Show. That's right. He He got him up for the... The F.U. we called it at the time. Wasn't that the curtain jerker, too? That was the first match. I think it might. I think it was. Yeah. We saw we saw the birth of... Uh, was C-Nation? C-Nation. Was it C-Nation. Chain, chain Gang. gang. That yeah. was it. I have, I have a Chain Gang chain. You do? I still have it. I'll put a picture up on Facebook later. Just Us so too. everybody can see it. Yeah. This <laughs> <laughs> would be great. And... I remember we liked him back then. He was cool. Yeah. Yeah, the rapper again, man. He was cool, man. He was coming. He came out. He freestyled. Mm-hmm. I was a Cena mark. Yeah, you were. Yeah. I had a shirt. I had the shirt. I had the chain. I had the visor, which is somewhere, somewhere. in my closet. But, um, yeah, man. It was a good times to be, like, a, a fan of wrestling. Man. You had Ben Wong. You had Eddie. You had Kurt. This <laughs> was still healthy. I, I miss Kurt. That was a good match. With still right. he, when, when Eddie's boot like came yeah. off, he pulled it off. He untied yeah. it and shit. Yeah, tied it. That was great. That was awesome, dude. Kurt just got inducted into the highly prestigious TNA Hall of Fame. Wow, man! And and 
the alumni are just legendary. It's stacking up. You got Kurt Angle. You got Sting. Wow. That's man. all I got. It's, That's all I got so far. I wonder if, like, if the TNA Hall of Fame was, like, a physical place, it'd be, like, a closet, you think? Or, like, not even a closet, like a shelf. Maybe, like, a shelf. The two shelves. In one. the back. One for Kurt, one for Sting. Of a truck. This is Kurt's, this is Sting's black face paint. Do they have production trucks? You got a, might have a van or two. You know, like a, in the back of the production station wagon, there's, <laughs> there's two shells in the Hall of Fame. And this is black face paint. This is white face paint. This is his neon blue face paint and his neon pink face paint. And it's long enough to put, like, the black baseball bat. Yeah. yeah. Ah. Fucking NWO. Alright, Rich just whispered to me that he's got nothing. Yeah. But I have something. Okay. Uh, the ending of WrestleMania 20 mm-hmm. was fantastic. Because you had Eddie Guerrero mm-hmm. and Chris Benoit, freshly, world champion. New. No. No. And they were hugging it out in the ring. It was awesome. That was cool. Fucking confetti was going all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Somehow confetti got in my program bag, which was laying on the floor. Yeah, you know what? I tried to keep my confetti, and I lost it. I thought I kept some of it in my little, like, WrestleMania 20 ID badge thing. I don't know where my watches are from when I moved, but I know exactly where my WrestleMania 20 program is. I have my program. I have my program. Oh, it's still in the bag. Oh, never mind. With the confetti. Yeah. Cool. I still own a uh, Christy Hem, Hemi, uh, Playboy. <laughs> I, I, I still got that. And, and the autographed Tori Wilson and Sable. I got that too. I still got that. It's 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 in the bedroom, on the wife's side of the Sable's room. hands. I know. It's. I don't know if you guys have ever held hands with Sable, or like, you know. Briefly touched it. Disclaimer, Brock, we're sorry. It's before you two hooked up. We didn't know, and I can't sell an F5. Like, because <laughs> I'd be dead. So, if you could not murder me, yeah, that, that's friend of the show, Brock Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, she has really fragile hands. Just granny hands. Grandma hands, dude. Yeah. It was like, it was like I just met... Like my uh, girlfriend's grandma, and we're being introduced. It was like it was like shaking with Grim Reaper's hand. I don't want to think of death. It's like yeah, it was cold too, right? It was. I think maybe all the blood drained out of it because like she was standing too long. Just all the blood's in her feet. Maybe I don't know. That was at Virgin Megastore, which it was is not there. Yeah, shit happens. Yeah, she gave it the hand of death. Maybe <laughs> it was not long after. That it closed up its doors, man. So there's that. She certainly wasn't a virgin. Hi-yo! Oh. Oh, that Brock's going to kill us. No, he's not, <laughs> not going to kill me. I'll tell you that. Because oh, boy. I already admit to my bitchness. I will... But you, you just admitted that you have her Playboy. Yes, but I haven't opened it in like <laughs> mad years. Me neither. So there's that. No real reason to open it. Um... So yeah, on that note, uh, please be with us next time, <laughs> because the next episode is going to be really great. We're going to have some good stuff coming up. We're going to be talking a lot about uh, tag teams uh, that uh, broke up and uh, where they went, mm-hmm. you know, how you know how members 
of those teams fared after the team split up. The respective Michael's Genetti syndrome. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, also, we're going to touch on a couple things. Um, uh, yeah, it's going to be a bunch of other stuff that uh, I'm going to have to make up as I go. So, same, same time. Same, same podcast, same, same podcast. RSS feed. That's right. Get at us at um, RNJCast. On Twitter. On Twitter. Uh, Rich and Jerry's WrestleCast. That's right. On That's our Facebook page. And, of course, you can follow us. You can follow Jerry at at... You can follow me at Rich the Riz on Twitter, if you're not already. Send us questions. Send us comments. Tell us what you want us to talk about. Call us assholes. I don't give a shit. And to the dude that told me to kill myself... It's not happening. Yeah, fuck you, buddy. But maybe for the 30th episode. But thank we'll you see. for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening, bro. Yeah, thanks so much. We're out. We out.